0: Most of us can't imagine what it must have been like to work with recovery and rescue teams at the World Trade Center site after the 9-11 attacks. But those workers developed an incredible bond. And years later, those now retired members of the fire and police department and union construction workers have a new mission. On this podcast, we're gonna talk about how they're putting their knowledge and skills to use as part of an organization called Heart 9-11.
1: I saw the hearts of the workers during 9-11. I saw the skills the expertise. And then we saw, well, wow, we're already organized. We can move quickly to help others.
0: For the New York State AFL-CIO, I'm Darcy Wells, and this is Union Strong. Bill Keegan is founder and president of Heart 911, and he's my guest today on the Union Strong podcast. Bill, thank you for joining me today.
1: Thank you for the opportunity, Darcy.
0: So, um, Bill, I want to learn about the Heart 9-11, a little more about Heart 9-11, your mission and, and um, who is involved in your organization and how you started this organization. But I wanted to point out to folks that you're a retired Port Authority Police Department lieutenant, which is a key part of all this. Can you tell me about the organization and how it started?
1: Yeah, thank you, Darcy. Uh, I was the night commander for the Port Authority Police Department for the nine months of the World Trade Center Rescue Recovery Mission. And during that time, I I met some extraordinary people in both the police fire, and also in the New York building trades and so many others that had come down to work at that that mission. And what it it did to me is it created a really strong bond. And and after so many of us retired, we realized that we were missing that bond, that we were missing mission, we were missing purpose, we were missing the camaraderie that each of us had shared during the 9-11 experience. And what we wanted to do is, is to take those unique skills and experience to others that were facing disaster. We thought we could help them and do it on a voluntary basis. As you might imagine, we used to do it for a living, and now we were doing it for a completely different purpose. It was just to help, a very pure mission that uh, allowed us to feel really good about exchanging these uh, gifts with, with others. And, and that was the, the reason for Heart 9-11. And I was so surprised when so many police, fire, building trades people came together and said, we'll do it. And I just the the overwhelming sense that they wanted to help people who were as desperate as we were following 9-11.
0: And for you and the others who are now retired for uh, being there like at ground zero, you were actually recovering some of your own members, right?
1: Yeah, and then that's where the double edge comes in. Um, it, it's so difficult to kind of put into words, um, you know, the, the the grieving, the loss of so many great people, including so many good friends. Yet we felt the sense that we were bringing some comfort back to the families. So we felt good about the recoveries of our passed away friends that were taken from us by those terrorists. So. So it was a double-edged, but we took out of that that we can help others by just bringing some comfort. We had to repurpose our mission from one of rescue, which makes you feel really good professionally and personally, to uh, a sense of mission that really isn't as fulfilling on, on a professional level for sure.
0: And is one of the most recent uh, missions that you had with this group of volunteers through Heart 9-11 was the uh, floods in Kentucky, those devastating floods. 37 people are dead, but that number could rise as officials continue searching for the missing. CNN's Diane Gallagher filed this report from eastern Kentucky, where entire towns have nothing left, people are still without power, and everything is buried in a
1: foot of mud. We're not. We're not victims here we're survivors yeah we still have teams down in Kentucky and and once again to see the uh the despair in people as they they have so little and to see it all gone and knowing that they have to start all over again um it's it's so when you're able to help people like that take them by the hand and say well we can fix that we can fix the roof we can take that big tree off of your roof But we can open up the roadway to your isolated area that you live in. Um, And and it gives them a sense of hope like we needed so desperately on 9-11, which goes to the 9-12 tribute that we do now for the second year. is because on 9-12 was when we, as a city, witnessing the rescue recovery workers, working the way we were remember with the white buckets and our gloved hands just tearing away at the steel trying to do something positive i I think the city took courage from that i think our country took courage from that and through that the workers the union workers they were the glue that held this city together and the country together and we saw that manifested when we saw the patriotism, people helping others, that's overwhelming need to be part of this recovery, and we had a singular purpose, and what we want to do is remind people of those times, especially in, in you know, the recent past where we've been torn apart by all different types of issues. We can overcome. We are resilient. And that's why Heart 9-11 is so important, because what we're saying is we faced those challenges and we overcame them, not just as recovery workers, but as a city and a country, and we can do it again.
0: You know, that's interesting that you say that because I can remember there was this feeling right after for a long time where people were kinder to one another. You wanted, you know, to help, whether it was holding a door or just smiling. We were just all in it together of what just happened and you just felt closer to people. And then the time passes and you don't want to lose that. So it sounds like with what your organization is doing to be able to, for example, go there in Kentucky and help people. Uh, try to rebuild and clean up. It's so powerful. And that you, last year, it was the uh, 20th anniversary. You had your nine twelve event, the um, tribute. And you said something,
1: um, whenever a country, whenever a country, is, in country is in despair, all we have to do is look to the workers, to the people who get it done.
0: done. And I thought that was so powerful. What were you thinking when you were saying that?
1: Yeah, we are people of action. Right? We, we, we don't uh, sit around and hold meetings and, and discuss and we take action. And that's what we did on 9-12. We, we started and, and we knew we weren't making a huge difference. Let's face it. With 1.8 million tons of twisted steel, um, we needed cranes, We needed other things, but we needed to show that we were willing to fight back. And, and that's why the 912 is so important. And yes, it is the workers. It is the backbone uh, of this country, are the workers. And we forget that sometimes because they're overlooked. Because why? Because we do show up to work every day. We do get it done every day. We are as dependable as, as, as anything in this world. You could depend on knowing that the workers are going to come to work. And, and, and that's why we're overlooked so often. And certainly we don't want pats on the back and we don't need the, um, the recognition. But what we're trying to say is learn from us. You know, Take what we did then and now and, and know that this is a resource you could tap into. And when it's organized around unions is when it's most powerful because you have that unity, the community of of union workers that are easily mobilized and moved into these really bad times. And that's all I did is I looked at that. I saw the hearts of the workers during 9-11. I saw the skills, the expertise, and then we saw, well, wow, we're already organized. We can move quickly to help others. And, and that's what's been so powerful about Heart 9-11 and, and really very rewarding. Because, see, we talk a lot about never forget, always remember. And it is important to remember those that were taken from us. And I do that every day. And every time we go someplace like Kentucky, I know I'm channeling those people that were taken from us. But it's also, like you mentioned, it's don't forget the goodness in people. Don't forget... That willingness to help others in need, that is critical to us as a development of a society. And we have it. We don't want it to have to be a 9-11 thing to bring that out. We don't want it. So that's why we go to disasters. That's why we work in stress management and resiliency trainings, because we want it to be an everyday sort of occurrence. Let's remind each other of this goodness that we have in each of us.
0: What's the reaction of people, say, in Kentucky? And if you want to mention some of the other um, help that you've provided, what's the reaction when you show up and and you're there to help?
1: It, it, it's amazing because we don't talk about who we are or why we're there. And and people overlook the last part of our name, 9-11. And uh, so some people, they'll, they'll stop and say, wait a minute, you were at the World Trade Center? Yeah, well, we all were why are you here? Like, you should, somebody should be taking care of you. Oh my God, what you went through. And like, we just look at him and go, no, it's because of what we went through and all the help we received that we're paying it forward. And that's why we're here because of what we went through. And and you could see their faces and and many times it, it just results in a hug it results in a smile or a kiss on the cheek. Thank you so much. That's beautiful. And and that, you know, whether we're in, and believe me, some of the places I've been to, I never would have had it not been for Heart 9-11. And so many of the members of Heart 9-11 say the same thing. After the 2010 earthquake in Haiti, uh, we responded to Haiti. Uh, we we built over 100 homes in Haiti. We built clinics and pharmacies and, and uh uh, schools at those tent cities right after that horrible earthquake. Uh, we've been to the Bahamas recently with Hurricane Dorian, uh, working with uh, people in in uh, the Bahamas. We've been to Ecuador after the earthquake, and we've been all throughout this country, especially along the southern and eastern coast, where hurricanes have devastated over the last few years. Especially uh, so many communities that that need our help, and and it's been incredible that we can do so much work in such a short period of time because of the skills of the building trades police and fire departments and one of the things we want to do now is to start to expand the people that are in heart 911 to others that have been through the challenges of covid now you know where you have nurses you only know, have transit workers you you know that showed up every day to work and made the city run the teachers are also these are the unions that we want to be, see more involved with Heart 9-11 as we continue to respond to these uh, disasters.
0: So let's talk a little bit about the 912 uh, annual tribute that you do. You have the event coming up, um, and that's important because you've got to be able to raise funds to be able to do these types of uh, missions, right? Tell me a little bit about that.
1: Yeah. So, you know, as I said, nine twelve has become a very special day for us, Um and last year, we decided to show um, the contribution of the underappreciated building trades of New York. You know, the, the uniform services received so much attention, police and fire, for the work we had done. The, the incredible losses with 343 firefighters and 37 Port Authority police officers, 23 uh, NYPD but we couldn't have done a thing down there if it had not been for the building trades.
0: There was an estimated 10,000 union construction workers from every borough of this city that laid their tools down. As everyone
1: fleed, we came to this site because that's who we are. Bringing in the cranes, bringing in their expertise uh, of, of demolition and, and rebuilding, and, and so um, these were the, the people that we wanted to bring back on 9-12 and say, we know what you did. We appreciate what you did. We see you, basically, and, and we thank you. And so I wanted to do a second year. And this year, instead of just doing a march through Tribeca with a, with a rally at the 9-11 memorial, what we want to do is take it indoors to the Tribeca Performing Arts Center. And what we're gonna do there is show the audience. And it's, it's interesting, as I've said this, the, the stars of this show are not on the stage. The stars of this show are in the audience. These are the people that we're inviting to come witness what we saw about their responses from 9-11 through COVID. So we're gonna touch on 9-11. We're gonna touch on the Haiti response and the Sandy response right here where we helped our own neighbors. We're going to touch on Puerto Rico. Uh, We responded there for two and a half years. We rebuilt, believe it or not, 450 homes in just a short period of time. 450 families are back in their homes a little bit more together because of Heart 9-11, the building trades, the people of New York, the city that responded to the Puerto Rican um, needs. And then we're going to end the show with COVID. And here's what we, we wanna bring up those essential workers, the nurses, and we're gonna pay tribute to them of how they had taken the lessons of 9-11, those lessons of recovery, resiliency, surviving, emotional growth, and show them and, and thank them for the work that they have done over the last few years of the pandemic. And we're going to have some musical numbers we have the uh, Come From Away cast from that Tony Award-winning Broadway show. They're going to do a couple of numbers. We have a fantastic salsa group called Bobby Allende, and, and his group, Bobby Allende, is Mr. Conga Drums, and he's going to have his band. Uh, he's going to play during our Puerto Rico uh, tribute. And then we're going to have Southside Johnny and the Asbury Jukes to really play us out of the out of the evening with a few of their great hits that I know everyone will recognize uh, as a Southside Johnny uh, song.
0: That's great. And so, um, how can people help out your organization and support Heart 911?
1: If they would go to our website, heart911.org, heart911.org, you'll see the pop-up come up. Just click on it. It will take you to the page, and you can purchase tickets. What we're hoping is is that we can get quite a few of the unions that had participated in one of these disasters from 9-11 to COVID and get them to get their union membership there, the rank and file, the people who do it and get them into this uh, Tribeca Performing Arts Center so that they can be thanked for all the work they do, not just during disasters, but every single day, making this metropolis of New York work in a safe uh, way. And uh, just, we, we, we should recognize that and it should be recognized more, but on 9-12 this year, join us at the Performing Arts Center, Tribeca Performing Arts Center at 7 p.m. for about a 90-minute show um, on a Monday evening and enjoy uh, witnessing what you or your members have been able to accomplish over the years.
0: And I got to think that you're going to find some more volunteers as a result of that gathering, too, because I think you're right. When people get involved in something so powerful and emotional um, and all that stress and experience that they want to continue on, whether it's through retirement and do some good for other people. So I, I have to think that you're going to grow your ranks as a result. But you're doing great work, Bill. We really appreciate your time and we wish, wish you a very successful event on nine twelve. Thank you for joining us
1: today. Thank you so much, Darcy. I've witnessed the work that
0: you did here. I witnessed that humanitarian effort in the face of the greatest evil. What I witnessed here and was privileged enough to be a part of was just pure love. It's pure love in action. And that's what you are continuing to do. Year after year, you go where there's a need. You do the work, heart 9-11, keep up the great work. Thank you so much. Joining me now on the podcast is our Communications and Campaigns Coordinator Liz Sutton. Hi Liz. Hi Darcy. Boy, that's really an incredible organization, isn't it? The the great work that they're doing. It's really amazing. Um, They are changing a lot of lives. It's very inspiring. You and I were looking at their website uh, as we were preparing for this uh, interview, Mm -hmm. and you can just see all the different projects that they've done already. Bill talked about it a little bit. And I think it's important to point out, so they have this event on the 12th, which is really, as he said, a way to say thank you to all the people who have worked with them, alongside them, in particular the union workers, the construction workers. But it also does help to raise funds for an important organization. Right. Absolutely. Um, And you can see in our show notes, we'll put their website uh, there. We'll also put their social media so you can see the projects that they're working on and you can support them. Great. Thanks, Liz. Thanks, Darcy. This has been a production of the New York State AFL-CIO. Our president is Mario Salento. Our secretary treasurer is Terry Melvin.